It is now time for Local Live. I'm in here with Will Scott. Will, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, Joe? Pretty good. Why don't we go ahead and get started with the song? Sounds good. This one is, uh, it was inspired by a poem written by my friend Christopher Preacher Boy Watkins called A Haiku for a Chicken About to Die Blues. Excellent. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Will Scott here on Local Live. Now, I've uh, noticed you've, you've been all over the place doing your thing here. You've been in L.A., been in New York. 
Um, what yeah. are some observations that you've made as far as how you're received in these different locations? Well, I was in L.A. at a time when blues and Americana wasn't really all that big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got by playing coffee houses out there, and it went okay. But uh, when I went to New York the first time, I kind of realized that was the coolest place in the world to be a hick. Mm-hmm. And uh, they really got exotic my music there. out there. You're and, exotic, yeah. Yeah, so I moved out there and spent about 12 years there and mm-hmm. toured from there into uh, England and Europe quite a bit and also some in the U.S. I see. Uh, now you've uh, also played a lot of festivals. How do you... How do you, how do you compare playing a big, large festival as compared to like just a, like a local bar? Like I try to play them all more bigger, or less the same. If you've uh-huh. got a bigger stage, you need a longer cable. You got a little more room to work, but mm-hmm. um, you know, even when you're playing to three people, I try to put on the same mm-hmm. level of energy and the same mm-hmm. kind of shows I would the bigger stages. I would say there's just a little bit more pressure. I know first time I played Glastonbury to a big stage, it was about 1500 capacity in full. Uh, the first time I heard the applause, it terrified me. Oh, that. <laughs> oh wow. That is a lot of noise they're making. It was just fantastic. But it took me a minute to come back from that, get into right. the second song. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet there was an initial shock there. Yeah, it was something. Mm-hmm. Now, um, where, where do you write music? Where, you, where Where's your favorite place to go and, and hide to write music? I write it all over. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really like, for lyric writing, I like to be in public places, a coffee shop or you know, a bar or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just something about being around people it gets me out mm-hmm. of my head and you get little bits of inspiration here and there. I try not to steal what people are saying at the bar and put it into songs. This happened once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's much more content to do that than as opposed to just like, taking your guitar out in the middle of the woods and trying to write a story. There have also plenty of days, I guess, where I I will sit at home on a computer and do a lot of research there because there are, you know, so many tools you have access mm-hmm. to in terms of just researching a place or an idea. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have a Bible concordance, one of the best songwriting tools for this kind of music mm-hmm. you can find, and uh, all sorts of good thesauri right. to play around with, mm-hmm. rhyming dictionaries. and Yep. Yeah, lots of tools at your disposal from the modern day musician. Now, um, let's go ahead and play some more music. All right. This one, I'm on one of these family mailing lists, you know, we've got like third cousins and fourth cousins, mm-hmm. and somehow everybody just got put on it. I don't know most of the people that are on there, but some of them, they live down this way near the White River. And a number of years back, uh, they went through a flood and kind of lost everything. They're already, you know, kind of living in trailers, and mm-hmm. they lost trailers, and they lost cars, and they lost everything. And, uh, you know, I've always had an interest in religion. It was one of my majors in college when I was here at IU. Um, not particularly religious myself, but just in mm-hmm. the study of it. And I was always kind of impressed by that great Midwestern response to tragedy and the question of the odyssey of mm-hmm. why bad stuff happens. Right. And uh, this was kind of writing about their response to it because they, they kind of laugh it off. You know, we did, they just lost everything. You know, their mm-hmm. dog shot the cat and the dog turned around and shot itself in the head. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's bad, man. Yeah, it's bad. And, you know, somebody writes and says, how you doing? Oh, we're fine. Yeah. You know, at least we still have this. At least we still have that. And good Lord won't give us more than we can take on. Mm-hmm. So took inspiration from that to write this song called White River Rising.
Loretta, thanks for your letter. Praise the good Lord, we're all new in time. The river came over the roofs of our houses. John lost his trailer, so they're staying in mine. White River Ride, White River Ride, oh how it's right. his heart he's been strong for his baby he's losing it all but he ain't broke down you know you try and you struggle all your life for so little comfort in something all in your own why do the rise why do the rise why how it's rising why how it's rising why do the but the good Lord it giveth and we know how we take Thank Jesus each day For the blessings of our breath Church, as you know, it sits high up above us These days seems like it's all we have left Why do the right? Why do the right? Why how it's right? Why how it's right? What do you have next for us? Oh yeah, we got another one, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me where I like to write. I used to live for a while in uh, Brooklyn, New York in a basement recording studio with soundproof walls and no windows. It's a good place to start writing. Not a bad place. Also a good place to really turn in on yourself and get a little depressive. <laughs> <laughs> I was having one of those days, and I, I mentioned the Bible concordance I use for writing. Try to get myself out of the funk. I started looking up uh, up on my recording shelf. I had a box of laundry detergent sitting right next to Strong's Concordance. I started looking up words from the box of laundry detergent in there. And I'd always kind of wanted a secular spiritual, you know, a chocolate Jesus or Jesus just left mm -hmm. Chicago kind of thing. Right. So I started writing it as a, a kind of a funny song because the, uh, I think it was all detergent. You know, it's the one with, right. with stain lifter. Mm -hmm. uh, ended up co-writing it with my aptly named friend Preacher Boy and uh, got to be a little bit more serious. It's called Stain Lifter.
Such a sin, I'm dirty, oh and yes I'm bedvesting. Although I may be righteous, my own mouth may bear me blame. Please drop me in the water, oh and scrub me on the stone. I'll be wearing pure as white when they call my body home. Oh, my holy is stained if do. Precious moon white, shame shifter. Running swiftly to the far, to the away. Like a ship speed on the ocean, like an eagle to its grave. If I fear the guilt that's on me, if I fear the tears I cry. Must I wash myself with snow? Must I cleanse my hands with light? Oh, my holy yes, lifter. Precious moon white. The song to scorn me That with yes, yes I have hummed it Now it's black blood Swells my guns Please hang me Out to dry Oh, and bless me Well, I wait Stand in pure white judgment at the gate Oh my holy Precious moonlight 
For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Local Live on WFHB, and I have Will Scott here in the studio with me. Will, if you could give one piece of, of advice to an aspiring songwriter, what would it be? Hydrate. <laughs> hydrate. Hydrate. Always hydrate. <laughs> one piece of advice. Wow. Write what you know. Been said before. Mm-hmm. What if you don't know anything? <laughs> do something else. <laughs> That's probably good advice, too. Do something do else. Do something else. <laughs> uh, frankly, that was probably my first piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> do something else. <laughs> um, what's in store for Will Scott? Well, I've got a few shows coming up uh, here in the area, uh, if I can read the list quickly. Yeah, you go know? ahead. Thanks. I'm uh, November 23rd. Uh, Players Pub here in Bloomington for the Bloomington Songwriters Showcase, along with Jan Bell and from New York and Opal Fly, uh, local favorite, as well as uh, Dwight Gregory, whom I haven't heard yet. And then the 28th of November, I'll be over at Big Busted in Nashville at Big Woods Brewing, and uh, nice. December 12th at the Pine Room in Brown County. Uh, and then December 16th, I'll be back at Players Pub doing a co-bill with Opal Fly and Kapow. Yeah, wow, and those are all just local shows here in Monroe County. There's just a ton of also stuff in Indianapolis. So if you're listening and you want to check them out in Indianapolis, in Mooresville. Yeah, um, Mooresville, Zydeco's Cajun. It's a wonderful place. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to get up there. I saw pictures of it online and uh, yeah, now I'm thinking about it and now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing regularly uh, in Indianapolis. Well, in Mooresville there uh, in Indianapolis every other Wednesday at Fat Dan's Chicago-style deli. I see. Which uh, is a, a very fun place to These go. These places feed you? Uh, yeah, they do, thankfully. <laughs> that, that's, that's how I make my living and my dinner at the same time. <clears throat> that's great. Now, I understand that you play with a band sometimes. So, do you still do that? I do. Uh, I would usually hire guys in mm-hmm. um, and have a couple of bass players, a couple of soloists, a couple of drummers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't built a team since I've moved back to Indiana here yet. Okay. So I've, I've got a couple of guys I'll occasionally play with, mm-hmm. but um, really looking forward to finding the right couple of drummers and the right, right. couple of bass players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the right gigs where there's enough money to pay those guys properly. Right. And so is, is it typically then instead of like a like a, a band where you go to band practice, uh, it's it's basically you are dictating songs that are already written and they just play the parts as opposed to like a diplomatic, like a democratic type of band type of situation. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah, I, I quit the diplomatic band type of situation somewhere in my mid to late 20s. <laughs> um, nothing against it. It's nice. It's right. nice sharing the, you know, the creative side as well mm-hmm. as sharing the financial side of things. Uh, you know, making a record on your own is very expensive. You don't mm-hmm. have three other guys. That's true. Out. It was actually something I, I picked up, I think, from Craig Brenner. If you know him, he's a piano player. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of uh, blues in New Orleans and a few other things, jazz. Uh, I believe still based down here in Bloomington, but he was here when I lived here 20 or so years ago. Oh, okay. And we had talked one day, and he said, well, you know, the thing about me is I can play piano and I can sing. I'll always be able to make the gig and show up and do what I'm supposed to do. And if a bass player doesn't show up, I can still do it. Right. You know, and at the same time, you know, if there's money, I'll bring seven pieces. If there's not much right. money, I'll bring three pieces. And, right. Uh, and it's worked out that way for me quite well, especially in New York. That's great. Uh, how can people find you online? I'm at willscottmusic.com. Two L's, two T's. I'm also on Twitter at willscottmusic. Reverb Nation, willscottmusic. Uh, Facebook forward slash Will Scott Music. 
And uh, also find me as a friend on Facebook. I, I prefer to have friends rather than mm -hmm. fans on there that I can communicate with and get to know them a little bit. Right. Right on. Well, we've got about nine minutes left. That should be enough for two more songs. Wonderful. Got change guitars here. Burn the noise. Sure. What What is this over here? What is a, What kind of guitar is this? This is a custom one-of-a-kind roasting pan resonator that my stepfather built for me. It looks amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me, Will. They're artists out in Southern California, and uh, apparently he said he really loved building it, but he'd never make another one because it was so difficult to get everything right. <laughs> it looks part, um, part guitar, part banjo, part washing machine. Right, well, the, the back of it's a charity shop roasting pan. It literally is a roasting pan. Yeah, they wandered all around San Diego banging on roasting That's pans, trying awesome. to find just the right sounding one. <laughs> well, the staff looked at them like they were insane. <laughs> and... Uh, it's got a spatula tailpiece and a professional industrial grill cover for the cover over the resonator part. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a picture of this. <laughs> <All right. Just a fair of me over I ain't ready for the other side Just a bit of crow Michael don't row this boat of mine Just a fair of me over Go on ahead and leave me behind Just a bit of crow This bad if just a feather me over, suffering, crying, and cast a show, just a bit of crow. The jury says I have to go, just a feather me over. What might I be on? I'll never know. Just a bit of crow. I miss my mama's long brown hair. Just a feather me over. They won't have nothing like it there. Just a bit of crow. Bury my body for none to find out. Just a feather me over well, well, I won't be there And I won't man Just a bit of crow Just a feather me over I ain't worried 
earth nothing more just a bit of gold I love the sound on that thing. Thank you. What was the name of that song? That's called Just to Ferry Me. You're Just to Ferry Me Over, I believe. We actually wrote that in a studio because uh, we got a phone call from a music supervisor. I recorded that last Keystone Crossing out in LA, and a music supervisor called the producer and said, Hey, we're looking for something kind of like bluesy, kind of religious y. And mm -hmm. he's like, Well, we've got this and this, and we put it together and spent about a day on it. And uh, it was for a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, awesome. It uh, never made it into the movie, and I'm glad uh, to say that uh, Bruno appears nowhere on Keystone Crossing. <laughs> There's a song about a little town near here called Nawbone. How would that the bomb you know he used to be the low? Left his long night, I'm a nap, drunk in all my own. Excellent. Excellent. I like the grit with that one. It's got some bite. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up. Thank you, Will, for coming and uh, 
Thank you, listeners, for listening. I'd also like to thank our engineers, Jim Lang and Adam Reichley. I'd like to thank our executive producer, Jim Mannion, and our producer, Frankie Farrell, which, hey, Frankie, take it from here. <laughs>